The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh my god. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, this melts of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I screwed up. <laughs> In uh, the house. I'm officially, <laughs> yes, sir. This is, uh, wow, what a beautiful weather and, like, amazing event. This is so much fun. Thanks, man. How's your spot right there? You, it's perfect. You have man. a good you view? Me, yeah, you got me right up front. I appreciate that. Um, the wind's about to blow my tent into Oklahoma, but uh, other than that, you know, it's uh, pretty good. <laughs> awesome, man. Yeah, we're super stoked on the weather as well. Uh, we we're just talking numbers. This is twice as big as last year. I believe it. Yeah. yeah. And you were here last year. I right? was here last year. I had a great time, uh, but I was able to walk, and now it's pretty crowded. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, but that's a good thing, right? That's a good problem to have. Absolutely. Yeah, it's like yeah. 700 cars, I think. So how does it feel to not only be a spectator, but actually be an integral part of the show this time around? Yeah, it's really, really cool. I, I mean, that's a, a, an honor, honestly, with all these amazing, iconic cars around. And uh, very well, cool that, you know, I didn't have to drive so far in the back now. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. What do we have rolling by here? Uh, e- nice E30, uh, Integra. Ooh, what is that? It's an Art? old, uh, Acura Integra, minty one, late 80s model, first gen. Uh, we should probably explain to the listeners, uh, what you are doing exactly here. I mean, people can't see this amazing jump and yeah, that's cars. True. Yeah, so you guys had me out here. Um, you, you probably all watched Hyperdrive and then we're like, damn, that guy looks insane. We should probably have him <laughs> out here. Uh, he'll probably go for the whole jump and BMX bikes over his car. <laughs> Maybe adding some dents or two. Right. Yeah, did you see the video I posted? I haven't seen them, it yet. Uh, just kissing the roof, yeah. and you can see it bend and pop back oh, up. Oh, really? It's pretty good. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it's pretty cool, man. It's pretty cool that we're out here and doing this. And yeah. And the, the ramp thing turned out great. I mean, everyone loved that. It did, yeah. It had, we had quite a crowd, actually. Last time, we had it sort of kind of as a... A, like an add-on to the show. It wasn't like part of the spectacle for the show. Now right. we made it part of it. And yeah, we had quite a crowd, right? Yeah, yeah that was sure. like the entire front wall was completely three, four people deep the entire <laughs> length of it. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, so did you bring your car last year, that same car? Or? I sure did, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I drove it here and I ended up parking like way back in the back with some yeah. buddies and just uh, just got to enjoy the show. Pre-hyperdrive. You know? That's right. Feeling yeah. shouted. It was, it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How many selfies have you taken with people today? I couldn't count that high. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that must be crazy, huh? Things changed a lot for you after that show came out, I'm sure. Yeah, it's been really, really surreal. You know, um, I never really wanted to be a celebrity. I just wanted to have fun and drive cool stuff. And obviously, it kind of goes with the territory, especially if you do something on TV. So it's been a, a really eye-opening experience and um, something that I'm enjoying. Awesome. So what's the background on that? Like, um, I know you drift and you do some instructing and stuff like that, but what was the process to get on the show? Like... Yeah, so the show, I kind of, I just saw like a Facebook ad that said drivers wanted for TV show. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty vague. I want to do that probably, maybe. <laughs> yeah. And so I inquired about it just like thousands of other people did, of course. And they, they was, they were really secretive about everything. They, just, they wouldn't tell me even what network it was on. Oh, weird. Yeah. They just said, you know, we want people that have cool cars that have some driving abilities that, um, you know, are willing to come and, and do a show like unlike anything has ever been done. And I'm like, cool, what does that mean? They're like, that's all we can tell you. 
And I was like, <laughs> okay. And so then I submitted just like a basic application that was like name, age, kind of car you have, experience, some couple photos. And, and then I didn't hear from him for months. So I inquired again and said, hey, you know, what's going on? Are you still making the show? And they're like, yeah, yeah, we're still doing something. Uh, we'll let you know. And I'm like, okay. And then another couple months goes by and I haven't heard anything. And literally rinse and repeat for two years. Wow, that yeah. long. Every two month years. I, would, I would email them, hey, what's going on? They're like, oh, yeah, we're still in the process of it. And then they started asking me some really weird questions oh. uh, that like were qualifying questions. So, for example, I like, okay, are you willing to take off work for three weeks to a month with no pay? Wow. And I'm like, <laughs> um, yeah, sure. And so that whittled down the, the scope. You know, they had over 10,000 applicants, first of all. And then they made me go on my own dime pay for a doctor's visit to make sure I was physically fit and able to do the show. And so I was like, okay. So I And went, this is with like no talk of money yet? Yeah. Oh, man. That must be hard. Yeah, it was. It was, it was a huge like leap of faith. So I did that. I paid the money. I got the physical. Then they did a background check. Then I had to do a Skype interview. And then I had to do another interview. And then I had to submit more photos and blah, 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 blah for two years. And then about 30 days before the show came out, or was going to film, I said, you know, hey, what's going on? We're about a month out. They're like, yeah, so you're a maybe. No. And I was like, what do you mean a maybe? They're like, well, you, that's it. You're just a maybe. I'm like, okay, so what does that mean? They're like, well, it's up to the executive producers to decide if you're on the show now. I'm like, wow. okay, cool. So when will I know? And they were like, well, you'll know when we tell you. <laughs> I'm just like, all Gee, right. It's so stressful. Yeah. And so literally eight days before... I had to leave for New York. That's when they told me, like, okay, you're on. You're, wow. you're officially on the show. And I'm like, yeah. all right. And they're like, you need to be in New York in eight days. That's <laughs> like, holy crap. Did they at least cover that flight out and so lodging? We had to bring his car, too. Yeah. I, had to, I had to trailer my car out there. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, they paid oh, for right gas. Right. And um, once I got there, they paid for hotel and food. And that was really it. Yeah. Dude, that's so sketch. Like I watched I did I watched the whole series and you kinda like started the whole show. Right. You were kinda like the through line I would say. Like kinda like I mean a main the main character, a main character at least. Um, yeah. so you know. I, you know, in the editing process you're already I'm sure aware that like you already know what happens. Yeah. So then you get to tell the story how you exactly, want to. Exactly after the fact. Yeah, and so um a little little secret you don't know that is that I actually wasn't the first one to go on course. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Oh. So there were about five other competitors that went before me. But then when I went, they were like, holy shit, that was insane. Yeah. Like, and every, all the other competitors were like, uh oh, is that what we're supposed to do? Like, that looks <laughs> nice. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. And so the way they edited it, I think to hook the audience, you know? Yeah. They, they put me first so that everyone. Yeah. You were like the wild man. Yeah. Exactly. They call me the wild child. That's the, yeah. the nickname they made up for me, which also I didn't know about until the show came out. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. That's so weird, yeah. dude. So all they keep you kind of in the dark for about a lot, right? Yeah, quite a, quite a few things, you know, um, not just the preliminary, you know, before the show was shot, but then even during the show, because it was a competition, they didn't want anyone to have any unfair advantage. Oh, okay. So the information we were, we were received was very, you know, deliberately late, uh, with no time for kind of like gaming the system, so to yeah. speak. Yeah. So for example, every night, uh, it was all night shoots. We'd show up at 6 p.m. and we'd go on set and then we'd start shooting about nine. So at about eight, they would give us a map of the course and they would say, okay, tonight, this is the course, you know, you have to memorize it, but we didn't get any chance to practice it. We didn't get to do any like hot laps. We didn't get to do any drive throughs. Um, it was very challenging to wow. not only just 
you know, do the course, but even memorize it. Yeah, it looks stressful. I mean, it was. And with yours, you know, they did a really good job editing it, obviously. I mean, right. Because you did, you just like right out of the gate, you're like, oh, fuck, this is what the shit, this is what it's all about, right? So for me, I I was thinking ahead and I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to give them any ability to not show me driving balls out. So I had to do it every single corner. Like I was drifting every corner. I was risking it yeah. every single, you know, chance I could so that no matter how they edited it, I still was, was doing something. Uh, cool. Any yeah. turn, you were yeah. the guy. No matter what. Yeah. 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 Um, cause I didn't know what the editing process was. And part of the lengthy contract that we signed was just that, that they can paint us in any light that they want. Oh yeah. So they can make you the villain. They can make you the hero. They can make you the asshole. They can make you whatever they want. That's interesting. What, what would you say the average, uh, age of like your fan is? Is it younger, um, older? So my, my demographics on my YouTube are 18 to 34 are my okay. largest, uh, demographic. And, and then there's a little blip around 45 to 50. Yeah. So I think um, those are probably the dads where the son's watching or they're watching together (laughs) as a family. And actually, that's one of my favorite parts about Hyperdrive is they made it easy to watch or easy to digest for anybody. You don't have to be into cars. You don't have to be some nerd that knows all the specs. You can just watch it with your family, your wife, your kids, your girlfriend, whatever, and they even enjoy it, sometimes more so. (laughs) Well, that's how I heard about it is one of our friends has a four- or five-year-old and uh, he said, have you checked out this show, Hyperdrive? And uh, I was like, no, but his son loves it. Yeah. You know, four or five years old. Amazing. Like his favorite show, right? It's pretty cool. Yeah, but it's very cool. Stuff that you grew up on, and now it's you're the thing people are growing, little kids are growing up on and seeing it. It's really, it's great. Yeah. Kind of exposed them to this whole world, too, you know? And it's been really cool to kind of be, assume this, this role model position now because, um, you know, now I can tell all the people how to get started and, and kind of all the mistakes that I've made and yeah. what not to do. Send a lot of emails, and, apparently. Is one yeah, of the I'm constantly getting emails. Um, <laughs> well, no, I was saying know. for your success, you had to keep checking back. And, oh, yeah. Like, well, per, be persistent. That's being a persistent, huge thing, right? Totally, persistent. totally. So, yeah. and, uh, and not taking no for an answer, you know. Like every time they're like, yeah, are you willing to do this insane thing? I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. And they even asked me, they're like, are you willing to total your car with no financial compensation? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then Dude. it turns out uh, that happened. Did you do the, like, where you guys had to, like, basically rail slide your car? Yep. Did you do that? I sure did. That seemed like it would fuck up the car so yeah. bad. Yeah, man. it does. <laughs> so so you, knew, you knew that going in, though, so you had the opportunity to build something for that? No, so they were very vague about all the obstacles even. And I even tried to get a hold of, like, the stunt coordinator and just ask him, like, yo, man to man, what the heck am I doing? What am I getting into? I need to prepare my car. And he was like, look, I can't tell you anything. Just know that, like, there will be jumps, there will be grind rails, there will be water, there will be, like, the most insane stuff you've ever done. Uh, make sure your safety gear is on point, you know, and I'm like, okay. And he's like, he's like, that's all I can tell you. Good luck. <laughs> so I just had to prepare for, like, what I, in my mind, is like, you know, a rally course with grind rails. I didn't know if I was going to so go gnarly. long ways or wide or, or like, right. that angle. Yeah. I had no idea. Right. Yeah. And this so. was uh, for, for people who aren't aware of the show, but it was filmed at the old Eastman Kodak property is that it yeah so the the kodak film processing plant up in rochester new york they basically rented out almost the entire thing and turned it it was it's a functioning city oh and it's got a lot of businesses inside that utilize the you know the the infrastructure that was used for the whole kodak processing plant and so we had to you know depending on the level of of that company like some of them they just rented their entire thing for a month they're like everyone gets a month off 
Here's, wow. here's a paycheck for everyone. Go have a vacation. Oh my God. And then the, the more expensive stuff, like they had to shuttle them on the racetrack, like in a little golf cart to work <laughs> and back, you know? So it was crazy. It reminds me kind of like Hollywood Studios or something, you know, like where you go to these, I don't know if you've been, but you have that kind of situation where you have people kind of shuttling around to different studios and different stages, but right. like there's activity everywhere. Kind of feels like that with the water shooting out of the sky, like yeah. out of yeah, the ground totally. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, super cool venue. I mean, we actually, you know, putting these events on, like mm-hmm. we're like, dude, is that a place we can put? On a rally. Right? I mean, it's in Rochester, which is kind of out of the way, but sure. um, but it is definitely it could work though. Um, it could. I, what happened? Did they dismantle everything that you guys built for the show? Yeah, and that was another kind of sad thing is they had to return it 100% back to stock, like oh. how it was. So even the improved roads, because they paved some stuff and they like you know moved some stuff. They worked on some drainage, all that. They had to uproot and jackhammer and, and change oh, it all back. What yeah. the hell? It's really that's unfortunate. Gnarly. Yeah, so crazy. Netflix, that was, man. That's their their contract yeah. was with uh, Kodak. So got a couple bucks so there. Yeah, that budget looked huge. Yeah, so they actually spent more money on this show than any other car programming in the history of television. That makes wow. sense. I knew it. Yeah. I, we were talking about it too. It's like, where? How did they do this? Like, it's yeah. gonna cost an insane amount. It was. Was the ROI there? Did they? So the uh, the issue that right now that they're having is a lot of people over a hundred million unique viewers worldwide. Wow. And that's just the Netflix accounts. So we all know that you know everyone shares Netflix accounts, and then yeah. their kids and their parents watch. So. Hundreds of millions of people have watched it, but unfortunately, not everyone has finished the show. So we're at about 60 or 50% um, retention rate to the end. Gotcha. And so Netflix really likes to see people watch the show in its entirety. Right. Especially since they release it all in one. So I encourage everyone to watch the whole thing. Trust me, it gets more exciting the entire way through. And I've even had a lot of people that stop watching after uh, a big... You know, thing happened in my car. No spoilers. Oh, where they but, thought, yeah, yeah. And they were like, oh, the show's over. And they just stopped watching. I'm like, you guys missed the best part of the show. Like, don't miss the end. Yes, I, I might have crashed, but trust me, it's worth watching in its entirety. And so anyone listening at home, please do that. Yeah, that was pretty sad when you might have crashed. Dude, yeah. <laughs> um, well, I was actually really sad when the little South African girl, like, had the thing. I was right. like, I don't know when that happened in sequence. Obviously, as you said, it's not that, that one was real time. presented. And, oh, that was? Yeah, that one was. And I'm like, oh, man, I hope that this at least got her a ton of eyeballs and like you know she has a future totally um, actually she so she lives in south africa uh, she's now sponsored by monster energy drink and i think even nike oh awesome <laughs> wow. so she that's got great. really well taken care of yeah. fantastic and that's that's a huge success then for yeah her, right? absolutely and stacy's a sweetheart she she uh, is a, a killer driver she'd never done anything like that and she really held her own up until the uh the thing happened right does this kind of open the door for more shows like this for you or are you working on anything kind of similar yeah, so I'm working on it. Um, unfortunately, the contract I signed was very tight, and so I need to do Hyperdrive Season 2 and or 3 before I can do another major production, unless uh-huh. I get uh, their permission. So it depends on what I'm doing. Sure. Uh, it All basically right. can't be a clone of Hyperdrive. Okay, well, um, we're working on some stuff. Okay. So we'll yeah. see. We'll keep, we'll keep in touch. Very cool. Very cool. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll have to while you're up. Yeah. And, uh, I know yeah. JF, too, so I, I, I haven't talked to him in a while. but Awesome. I don't know if that helps. I mean, obviously, yeah, he's, not the one, he's not the, the key holder of the contract or whatever. Never but, know, yeah. Um, sweet, man. But, yeah, did you get to explore today? Did you walk around? Yeah, I did. I got to do a lap. I got to go down by all the food trucks and, and see a bunch of the most iconic Ferraris ever. And the, the red Countach right here in front of me is just unreal. Like, those three cars are seriously one of my favorite cars. And then it's really cool for me to see, like, my car 30 feet Next away from them. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, God, so this awesome. is awesome. So those are what are some highlights for you? Um, you said uh, Countach, F40. Yeah, the F40 is my all-time dream car Same forever. Here. Yeah, like... And that particular 
particular one is a really, really shiny example of it. And I love the the owner drives it here. You know, it's not a trailer queen. Oh, he drives all his cars. Yeah, yeah. it's the best. So I know Petrol Lounge is out here, and they brought I think twelve cars. So that's amazing. And then the the race car up on the trailer there being towed by the eighties dually. Like it doesn't get more radwood than that. Yeah. yeah. How cool is that? I think the truck's an eighty nine Chevy, yeah. and then the the car is a nineteen ninety. So right. it's like perfect. It is time period. Even you know? the trailer looks like pretty old school. Mm-hmm. Like the whole thing, that whole setup is just yeah. unbelievably cool so good yeah so and that's we're yep. at the driveway motorsports yeah driveway in austin, austin. Mm-hmm. and uh you you have a little experience here too you've done some cool stuff like yeah i know i know you had done the supra commercial a couple years ago when the, yeah, the new so, car came out right so right when the 2020 supra came out i was lucky enough to be hired to drift it and be the stunt driver one of the stunt drivers for it wow. And it was filmed right here on location. And, uh, yeah, actually, the, these corners over here, we were drifting. Um, Those little S sections. That looks fun Yeah, right the there. S's, the switchbacks yeah. here. And they were really fun. And that was a challenging commercial shoot because, you know, the car's automatic. Um, Toyota USA was here. And I was like, yo, you know, this thing has, like, traction control and everything. Um, we're not really going to get the, the drifting shot that you guys want. And they were like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, the moment you start drifting, the thing, all the computers go crazy. Are you serious? It's not defeatable? So I tried to defeat it. I tried to turn it off. And in about 30 feet of drifting, it turns back on. Ah, that's, that's funny. They didn't have yeah. that all kind of planned well, well, no. So I get under the car, and I'm starting to p- unplug the wheel speed sensors. Uh, right. And then they, like, immediately panic. They're like, what are you doing? It's a pre-production car. You can't do that. And I'm like, oh, crap. That Otherwise, it won't drift. So we figured out that. Um, I don't know if I should even say this on air, like how to turn it off completely. But <laughs> okay, well you figured it yeah. out. We figured out how to yeah. turn it off completely for about two corners. Okay, and so you can you can initiate, you can drift one corner, you can transition, and then about halfway through that corner, the computer comes on and like full Christmas tree, and it starts <laughs> grabbing brake calipers and like all this dangerous stuff. Dang. Yeah, so it was really sketchy. I actually almost smashed. Uh, the camera car. <laughs> oh, that's uh, yeah. stressful. I didn't know that gas monkey came. That's pretty rad. Richard Rollins rolling <laughs> yeah. out. Um, yeah. So and then you were out, saying like, you drove another car here recently right. for a, a yeah. commercial. Well, so on the Toyota thing, let me let me yeah. say the last thing. Like, as I finished, like almost hitting the camera car, and they got the shot. They're like, "That was rad. Heck yeah, let's put it away." And they didn't tell me that that was car number one. So like oh. two months later, when the t- Super came out. Uh, that car went for uh, up for auction. The one I was drifting right there. Oh, that was the one at Barrett. Sold for two point one million dollars. Yeah, and I'm like, that's the one I almost crashed. Holy crap! Wow. <laughs> so we we actually had you know had no idea, but we went. I don't know if it was impressive. I don't even remember where, but we saw the videos okay. for the first time. Yeah, I think it was at launch. And we're like, dude, that's Driveway Austin. We totally recognize the place right away, right. especially the back section over here. Oh yeah, absolutely. And um, you know, recognized right away. Most people, you know, this track is. Is you know relatively unknown outside of the state, so yeah, definitely. Um, you know, even here, it seems yeah, like. it's, it's it's definitely like a country club vibe. You know, mm-hmm. you got to be a member. Yeah, it's super rad though. I mean, we love this place. It's you know the staff is super cool. Bill mm-hmm. and his wife Candace are great to work with. Totally family run operation and right. beautiful venue. I I just wish that we could have more foliage on the trees, but that means higher temperatures. Yeah. Yeah. This is about uh, the nicest yep. Texas kit so right here. So you basically get the best One of these weather. days, Art will have the money to afford that foliage. Right. Yeah, I want to put like uh, temperate. Well, I mean, yeah. you know, it, it basically if it's summer or spring, late spring, it's going to be 90 and 100% humidity, yeah, right? So it's, 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 it's not doable, but it's gorgeous. So I, uh, yeah. Rattlesnakes too. Great backdrops, all that stuff. Yeah. I love yeah. this place. Um, 
Super fun to drive, I'm sure. I got a ride along when I when I met them originally when I came to scout this venue in, okay. a, in a spec Miata. That's as close as I got to driving the, the course, oh, but yeah. but it's it's it looks like it's an absolute blast. Yeah, so, the course is really nice. It's got a couple like I, turns that they have taken from other famous racetracks and they've kind of implemented them in their own way. And actually, the drainage is really good here, and the the surface is really smooth and nice. They've done a good job. So I was yeah. talking to uh, one of the employees here about. There was a guy yesterday that was just in his street car doing laps by himself over and over for like half an hour. And I said, what was up with that? He said, if you come and do a, a basically like a track day with your car and learn the course with them and do some you take school, a class, school yeah. work, fi- that's 500 bucks. You can then come back anytime for lunch for $35 and just run laps. What? That's awesome. Dang, we should fly out just to do that. We should have come a day earlier or whatever. I need to do that. I know. It's just like a little, uh, you know, uh, Friday lunch thing. That is so, awesome. I can burn up a pair of tires in lunch. I know, right? Yeah, I know, <laughs> they look right? really nice. Private track. Yeah. So you did. You were telling me that you drove a 600 horsepower M2 around this track. Recently? Yeah, yeah. So that was the other kind of drifting experience I got here. You know, drifting is not really allowed here, yeah, uh, except for very special occasions. And this was a, a Castrol commercial, actually, and. Yeah, that was even more fun because I had a lot more free reign and the computer on that thing I could completely turn off. 600 horsepower, um, really, really well set up car. Manual. And, uh, no, it no? wasn't a manual, but oh. it was the DSG. So, oh, like, DCT, really? yeah, um, the DCT is yeah, pretty good. You yeah. Have a lot of, yeah. It was, it was unbelievably good. Like I was upshifting in drift and it didn't upset the car at all. And so I was doing it just to keep, like, just to have fun because I'm like, I can't do this normally, you know, instant upshift in drift and just keep spinning tires. Um, yeah, it's cheating, right? It's pretty. It we is. talk about it all the time. Like you know, we were, we had a like a, a, essentially a press car came in S, like a new one. Okay, and uh, and we're you know driving up in the mountains, and like you, if you're in the wrong gear, you just flip it, you're fine. Yep. you know, it's no no worries, and there's no you know process. You know, it's just, sure. just where you need to be. Yeah, and it, it kind of threw me for a loop too, because you know, in drifting, we do a lot of wheel work, and the paddles move around like crazy. Mm-hmm. And so I, it took me a second to figure out that, oh, yeah, the, the gear selector I can use is like a sequential. Oh, right, yeah. So I was doing that. I would be like in drift, you know, in second, grab third, keep drifting, and then sometimes even grab fourth. I mean, it was it was unbelievably cool. In fact, I bet you can see some of my marks still if you go walk the course uh, where the food trucks are. I, I saw a lot of, a lot of marks it. right there, yeah. yeah. And then the, the back corner, uh, we, we have a really long, probably about a thousand foot long drift. For throughout the entire double apex all the way oh. around like it was unbelievably that's cool. awesome man jealous that's not yeah. bad so if you had to choose a raddest and show what do you think you would go with for me it's the the f40 and then maybe the countach in front of it and then if not then maybe my car no <laughs> i'm kidding cool man well um i think we're winding down here we're gonna do the award ceremony here shortly yeah very cool uh yeah thanks so much for joining us man um i yeah, hope thanks for having me you had a good time, and you got good foot tra- foot traffic through your space there. Yeah, absolutely. I think we sold out of all the commemorative Radwood shirts, the, cool. the collab that we did. And uh, so, if you guys missed out, you know, make sure you come out to a, the nearest Radwood by your hometown, and, and it's a lot of fun. <laughs> For sure, we'll have it. We'll do it again. Yeah, we definitely got to do more collabs. Absolutely, more exclusive. Yeah, stuff. maybe we, I can do some traveling because I mean, I'd love to see what happens outside of Austin. You know? Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely. That'd be awesome. Cool. Maybe right. we'll have to put together a little drift demo for one of the next ones. Dude, right? be awesome. Yeah, we, we did talk about ride-alongs here. We need but a little more room. Just as yeah. you said, yeah, unfortunately that's tricky here, but <laughs> right. um, there will be other opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. If we can find that, because we do a, a ride-along event here in Austin once a year, 
And I mean, thousands of people watch and I gave a little over 200 rides and I'd say 90% of them were first timers. So everyone like gets in my car. They're like, is this the car from hyperdrive? I'm like, yep, that's the one buckle in. And they're like, holy shit. (laughs) And then we go and do this insane tandem lap. And they're just like, I have my, uh, and they're just like broken. My yeah. mind is blown. I can't. I don't even have words. So can so. we see this on your YouTube channel? Yeah, yeah, you oh, definitely um, check it out on my YouTube. I got a bunch of videos on there from all the adventures, and uh, yeah, absolutely. What is that? Uh, you want to plug your YouTube? channel? Yeah, just if you just search Fielding Shredder, you can find my YouTube. You can find my Instagram is Shredder Racing and uh, Facebook too. So yeah, follow me on all the socials. You'll see all the cool stuff we're doing, and I'm starting to travel a lot more now. So if I'm uh, in an area near you, then come out and see me. Give me a high five. Say what's up. Sweet. Awesome. All right. Thanks for joining us. See you next time. All right. That's a wrap. Patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Go check us out on Patreon and please become a patron of our podcast. It helps us out a lot. And you get some cool stuff in return. We give you a weekly podcast, which we title Experts in Automotive Opinion. I think we've done 60 of those so far, something like that. We also give you exclusive Patreon-only stickers. And we'll send you a sticker pack right when you join. Uh, we give discounts and early access to certain events we do, like Camping While Awesome. And we give you first crack at our rallies. Check it out. And join us on patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Thank you guys.